the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friends so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends of the Mission of Hope and Mercy and listeners to the show. I pray that you had a wonderful season of many, many holy days and good holidays throughout the, the Christmas season and then the new year. And after that, um, we welcome the new year of 2024 with many celebrations in Christianity, um, all of them aiming for the celebration of the manifestation of the Son of God in the flesh. You know, the Feast of the Magi and uh, the commemoration of the miracle of Cana in Galilee. And, um, of course, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ um, as a son of God at the time of the Jordan River, which is the Christmas for many of the Eastern churches, specifically for Armenians, Orthodox, and for the Coptic Orthodox who celebrate uh, the birth of the Lord um, as a son of God in Jesus Christ at the time of um, his uh, baptism at the River Jordan. My dear friends, the new year has begun. It is coming with many hopes and many aspirations. A lot of people want to basically forget about the bad memories, the bad incidents, that um, the bad disappointments, which probably um, we suffered from during the year 2023. Um, other people are looking forward that um, to a better health, to a better wealth, probably better jobs, better work, or other people as well might be looking to maintain their jobs and uh, not to lose friends and loved ones. My heart goes today for people who suffered displacement, the people who suffered major disappointments in their lives during the previous year. We pray as well for the people who suffered major sicknesses, people who lost loved ones to death, uh, to sicknesses, uh, people who probably uh, went through many tribulations, major tribulations, people who had to be stuck um, in places and in areas of um, no safety, basically. Uh, people who suffered wars in the world, people who suffered hunger, uh, people who suffered uh, um, forced migration, people who suffered persecution, um, all of these people are looking with greater hope, better aspirations, 
and definitely more stability, more safety, more security, and better times of peace. Symbols of peace and signs of grace for the new year, 2024. What will this year hold for us? And um, um, who is in control of the events in the new year? This is something that is very important to think about. Who really controls the event of the new year? Um, are the events uh, controlled by media? Are the events controlled by politics? Uh, are the events con controlled by military? Are the events controlled by uh, um, societies or tech companies um, or economic uh, huge companies, for instance, um, you know, uh, it's a scary to look at the calendars of a human being these days, right? All of us have reminders. All of us have these electronic calendars on our phones, um, on our smartphones, on our tablets, on our computers. We plan events for 2025. I bet you, you know, my calendar usually um, it, it has two and a half years to three years uh, events uh, ahead of time. Many of us uh, look forward to plan the same events over and over, you know, plan a big anniversary, plan a big celebration, a big memorial, a big uh, um, fundraising event. Uh, um, you know, many people have set up goals for themselves um, running through time to state that, you know, in 20 or by 2024, uh, there has been a certain goal to achieve or have been many goals that they wanted to achieve. Um, there are lots of um, aspirations and hopes people work for the new year. But I wonder, I wonder if people um, think about the symbols of peace during the new year. Symbols of peace, when you think about, of course, we're talking about um, sometimes the physical symbol, you know, there are many um, symbols um, for for peace in the world. Symbols that we see people drawing, for instance, right? Uh, symbols that we see in various paintings, uh, symbols in a form of a cross. Um, there are um, many symbols of peace uh, that people would think about um, and have drawn um, pictures of. But the symbol of peace I am trying to think about more um, is actually deeper. Um, symbols of peace such as an olive branch, symbols of peace, we know that we have, you know, the two doves with the olive tree, with the olive branch that we see um, in the Bible, in the Old Testament. Um, you know, the three broken rifle has become also another symbol of peace. Um, white puppy. You know, for white puppy, for instance, um, another sign of peace. Um, there are many signs of peace in the world. You see them in paintings and drawings, but every painting refers to a story, um, refers to an incident. But what I'm talking about um, in, in the peace symbols that we want to think about, peace symbols are not only... Um, the peace symbols that over the centuries in many different cultures, in many religions, in many political movements and individuals, um, they have developed 
peace symbols. They have developed peace symbols that aim to communicate, to communicate a message of light, a message of stability, a message for security, a message of harmony, a message of healing, a, a message of uh, reconciliation, a message of peace. You know, for instance, in the use of the olive branch as a symbol of peace in Western civilization, uh, we can think about uh, uh, even before Jesus Christ in the fifth century in Greece, we can think about uh, also at Noah's time with the um, flood uh, that hit the earth. Um, we could um, also think about that the um, cultivation of the olive trees in the early centuries of the human civilization uh, is a fruit uh, that bears great harvest. And um, also, um, these um, olive trees were by themselves a sign of life. After water comes olive oil. You know, not because um, I am Lebanese or people uh, who are Italians or Spanish or Greek uh, people um, believe in that. But uh, it is really believed, it is really believed that the uh, plantation of an olive tree is a symbol for the perpetuity of the peace factor on earth. The oil, we call the oil that comes from the olive an oil of gladness in the Bible. Um, the same oil of olive oil, um, we actually use it to bless and make the meren. Um, when we mix it with aromatic flowers, about 70 various flowers that give great aroma and balsam when I make this olive um, oil that is um, aromatic, and we call it the merin um, or the chrism in Christianity. You know, also at the time of the uh, um, um, Olympic Games in Greek time, winners were given crowns of olive branches um, to wear. Um, definitely, the olive branch um, is a symbol and a sign of peace and of freedom that triumph over conflicts, over tyranny. And with that comes the dove, comes the dove that has been also another symbol of peace because it's innocent for thousands of years in many different cultures whether in the biblical cultures or in the Phoenician cultures, or in Greek mythology, even in ancient Japan. Um, you know, <clears throat> the dove symbolizes the end of war. And by symbolizing the end of war, the dove by itself becomes a sign of peace. Look at the um, early Christians who portrayed baptism accompanied by a dove. You know, why do we get baptized as Christians? Definitely to be relieved from the power of evil, to be freed from the power of the original sin, and uh, to become children of God. And by becoming children of God, we have the potential to enter again into the heavenly kingdom of God. And in the Christian faith, um, the um, Tav, uh, hovering over the water and holding the symbol of the olive branch, it actually indicates, symbolizes the deliverance and God's forgiveness. The deliverance 
and God's forgiveness. So there are many symbols of peace um, in the world that um, on a religious level, uh, we Christians and people who come from the Judeo-Christian culture, uh, we look at these symbols with great respect. We know their meaning. We aspire for the achievement, uh, uh, for the fulfillment of what they contain in them. But also, at the same time, when we speak about symbols of peace uh, for the new year, we have to take in consideration um, the various predictions, unfortunately, that come around. And this is why it is important that there will be uh, peace um, in, in the world and that peace will become always, always the central focus of any aspiration, of any hope we dream about or we think we want um, to see happening in our lifetime in this new year. But first, let us pray. And let us pray um, with a heart that is ready to call for God to lead us. A heart that tells God, Come, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Because I believe with the many challenges and the many unhappy predictions, unfortunately, and to confirm our hopes and aspirations and uh, to uh, make our symbols of peace uh, being founded in the love of God and um, in the highest, um, I would say, form of our existence on the level of our souls, that we can tell God, please, Lord, do not enter us anymore or abandon us into temptation. Stop wars, captivities, plagues, and hungers, and problems from around us. Sanctify our time. Bless and give success to the work of our hands. The resolutions we have made for the new year. The many promises we have decided that we want to fulfill um, in this new year the restoration of what we have lost, hopefully, and um, uh, dreams that we want to realize. Let us put all of them in the hands of God. Let us put all of them before the manger of our Lord Jesus Christ, as he now prepares to enter into the temple, as he now prepares as well to enter within a month, you know, we start, entering into fasting, into Lent season, believe it or not. The seasons now between Christmas and Easter, because it's a leap year, are too close. It's almost like there's strictly almost three months, not more, before between Christmas and the New Year and, and, and Easter. With that, I want us to pray with open hearts, with open mind, um, with a rejuvenated spirit, trusting in God, Putting in front of the holy altar of the divine grace, all of our desires, all of our dreams, asking God, Lord, our God, in splendor and majesty you are clothed, wrapped in light as in a robe. Hallelujah. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and will be forever. Amen. In the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 17, St. Paul says, To be in Christ means being a completely new creature. Everything of the old is gone. Now everything is made anew. Lord God, we put this entire old year of 2023 in your hands before your holy altar. Everything that is old in it, we pray that it is gone. And we put ourselves with the new year of 2024 into your hands. And now everything is made anew with you, O Lord. Let us now offer Psalm 104, a hymn to God the Creator. Bless the Lord, my soul. Lord God, how great you are, clothed in majesty and glory, wrapped in light as in a robe. You stretch out the heavens like a tent. Above the rains you build your dwelling. You make the clouds your chariot and walk on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers and the flashing fire your servants. You founded the earth on its base to stand firm from age to age. You wrapped it with the ocean like a cloth. The waters stood higher than the mountains. At your threat they took to flight. At the voice of your thunder they fled. They rose over the mountains and flowed down to the place which you had appointed. You set the limits they might not pass, lest they return to cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow in between the hills. They give drink to all the beasts of the field. The wild asses quench their thirst. On their banks dwell the birds of heaven. From the branches they sing their song. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My friends, with this prayer of Psalm 104, and with this verse of the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, 5, verse 17, in which we see God the Creator, at the same time we see that how to be in Christ means being completely a new creature. I wanted to share with you that these are actually signs of graces. It is amazing to see how God the Creator has done everything for our sake. Everything He created, He put it in a right place in due times, in due seasons. It's a part of a grace, of a divine grace. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And this Mystery basically engages us in entering into a relationship with God Almighty. Why? Because in such a way, God granted us, we as his children, the superiority, not in a way that is divisive, but in a way that we are loved, we are sent, we are forgiving. These are the signs of grace. 
I wanted to share with you on this good Sunday morning with Father Andre. Yes, there are symbols of peace in creation. Regardless of any evil prediction or bad prediction or unhappy prediction, regardless of any planning one might have done to try to destroy, to divide, to try to hurt, to try to blow up wars, to try to start wars or to create famine in the world or to send viruses or to do whatever it is. Remember, we as Christians have to live between the symbols of peace and the signs of the divine grace that God gave us. Because in the signs of grace, we know that we are authentic to our human nature in which God has made us. For God has made us in his image and likeness. The opportunity, the occasion of the new year should make us think about our own nature, about our own origins, about our own divine and spiritual roots. We have been made in the image and likeness of God. And then, of course, time passes and the evil happens. Yet, with that, God himself became a flesh and he dwelt amongst us and he redeemed us in the flesh. He was hung on the cross to forgive us our sins. So as a sign of divine grace, we have been forgiven by his precious blood. This is why every year we celebrate Holy Friday, Holy Saturday, and we celebrate Easter Sunday. Every year we commemorate the crucifixion. Every year we think even in the incarnation of Jesus Christ at the time of his birth. He became flesh in order to bring us to his divinity, to unite us with his Father, to redeem us in his pure and magnificent and divine love. So one of the signs of grace we should think about and consider is that we are forgiving. Not only this, God is love, Deus caritas est. When people ask Jesus to summarize the entire law, basically the summary of the Bible, you know, one asked him, what are the commandments? And he started reciting them. And Jesus said, you know, the two greatest commandments is to love God from all your heart and all your mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. And in such a way, Jesus indicated for us this nature that is filled with love. His love is redeeming love, redeeming love. There is no greater love than the love of the one who lays down his life in order to save those, his friends. And this is what Jesus did for us. He freely gave his life up into the hands of God. He delivered himself into the hands of the enemies who unfortunately tormented him, flagellated him, made him walk to the Via Crucis and put him hung on a cross and they pierced his side with the lance. And with that, Jesus died. And on the third day, he rose again. Because the power of love is much greater than the power of hate. Jesus himself tells us, do not be afraid of the one who kills the body and can't do anymore. 
but be afraid of the one. I tell you the one you should fear, the one who has authority that after he kills your body, he can put your soul in Gehenna, in hell. Referring to the eternal judgment, but look how beautiful it is that we have an opportunity in this new year to rethink our existence at the light of God's forgiveness. One, this is a beautiful sign of divine grace. Two, to realize that we are loved because God so loved the world that he gave his only son on a cross to die all the way to death. Not only this, remember that we as Christians also become the messengers, the herald of the good news. In the Gospel of Matthew chapter 28, and the Gospel of Mark chapter 16, Jesus commands his disciples. He tells them, go into the whole world, preach the gospel of the good news, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teach them what I have commanded you, and do not be afraid. Behold, I am with you until the end of time. So Jesus is with us always, the Maranatha. These are the signs of divine grace. We are forgiving. We are loved. And now we are Christ-sent ambassadors into the world to share with the entire world to the beauty of the creation, the tremendous love that God had for us, the incarnation of Jesus Christ, through which we have been redeemed, our sins have been forgiven, and we enter into eternal life and in Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. Now we call God the Father, Abba, Father. I wish you a wonderful Sunday. And may Almighty God bless us all, protect us from all evil, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.